The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Good morning to listeners to 91.3 FM audio streaming at www.vocfm.co.za 95.8 FM in the Berlant and 90.7, 90.9 Ocean to Ocean. We're speaking to the CEO of Tigerberg Hospital Children's Trust, that is Jason Falcon, not a stranger to the airwaves of the Voice of the Cape. Jason, good morning to an indeed a warm welcome. To you and your listeners. Lovely to have you back with us, Jason. And we know the hospital trust always being extremely busy, and we know youth day was no difference. So, you know, tell us more about um, you know what the new platform that has been um, launched on youth day in South Africa by the Archbishop Emeritus Desmond to to tell us more about it. Thank you so much for the opportunity to present our our, our youth day launch of the amazing Tutu Tigers uh, initiative which is a leadership group of um, four young leaders who've taken up the the, um, the job and the challenge of carrying on the work set out for us by our patrons, the Archbishop and Mrs. Leia Tutu. Lovely. So can you tell us more about this platform and what it, uh, um, what it, what it means to the Hospital Trust? Yes, so um, the Archbishop has been our operating for a very long time, um, from about 2001 when, when we founded our organization. So um, we thought um, that it's a good idea um, that young leaders step up and, and take over the mantle of, of what he has done for us over the years. So um, this idea was kind of seeded last year um, when we thought about, you know, what are the practical ways in which we can we can create a platform to continue the work of, of the Arch and Mrs. Leia Tutu. And the idea was we form a club of, of exceptional global leaders. And the name came out being the Tutu Tigers, which is a compound, of course, of, of Tutu representing the, the Arch and Mrs. Leia. And Tigers, of course, speaking about Tigerberg Hospital. So we've chosen to, to launch this club on Youth Day 2020 um, on the back of a statement that the Arch himself um, released on the 20th of, of last month. Um, so the Arch and his um, 87 Nobel Peace Prize laureates made a global statement uh, challenging leaders around the world to take care of children during this time of the pandemic because it seems that they are being ignored. And of course, our experience at the Trust is we have a lived experience of that because the COVID-19 pandemic has a strong focus or bias towards supporting adults during this time, which of course leaves our leaves our kids a little bit exposed. So we've taken the opportunity to to address the challenge laid down by the Arch and of course now activate our our exclusive um, leadership group, which is now called the Tutu Tigers. Um, Jason, just coming back to the Tutu Tigers, you, you mentioned global leaders and you also mentioned four leaders. You want to just touch on, you know, who those leaders are in support of this platform? Yes. So we're very fortunate to have um, four young guys step up to the challenge. They're all from the surrounding areas of Tigerberg. So essentially they're in the shadow of Tigerberg Hospital. And these are Ronan Philander, Ashley Johnson, Cornell Hendricks, and of course, the very enigmatic Mr. Joan de Jong. So if I have it correct, 
they rugby players? They what? Uh, um, only rugby players or, or cricketers? Yes, so or do we have sporting? So it's sporting um, guys that we have as leaders this time around, isn't it? Yes, so these guys have stepped up to, to take up the challenge and, and we chose specifically chose four of them so that each one of them can address one of the four baskets of care that our organization addresses in the hospital. Those being neonatology, specialized care, general pediatrics and social development. So these guys, um, uh, Vernon Philand is of course a, a pro-tier cricketer and at one stage was the world number one cricketer. Mm-hmm. We also have um, the three rugby players, which is Ashley Johnson, um, Cornell Hendricks, and and John De Jong. All three who are who are Springboks. Um, John De Jong, of course, is also a sevens Springbok, as well as an Olympic medalist. You know, I love the fact that we have three men as leaders here because I know that, you know, we know that men are the caregivers of women as well and children. But also we need to know where the women are. I think we should step up a little bit and see, you know, what ways women can do as well. So let, let's just speak about it. You know, how come only males on this um, leadership program instead of women as well? Yes. So, you know, it's a very interesting story because for almost um, one and a half years since I've been involved with the trust, I've been the only male. Our whole team is, is, is female, so we are a team of five. Mm-hmm. I'm the only male in a team of five. Um, and also, up to date, we've signed four Goodwill ambassadors, and these are all women. They are all exceptional leaders in their own field. Um, these are Conita Adams, as you know, who's a, a famous um, TV actress and, and yes. um, TV producer. We also have uh, Vicky Sampson. Um, we also have Marlene Rue, who is the CEO of, of, of Artscape. And then, and then we also have um, Alna Busak as a as, an, as a goodwill ambassador. So, so in essence, um, we we still have a strong bias towards women leaders in our group. So it's nice for me as a male to have at least four four extra males to to help uh, you know bring a bit of the of the yang to the yin. So now there's uh, there, there's the balance, isn't it? Indeed. <laughs> and, and I think it's absolutely lovely. You know, tell us how this platform is going to help the child patient at Tigerberg Hospital, um, Jason. And I know you're very fic- affectionate, um, you know, about children. You've mentioned, you know, neonatal. You've mentioned especially social development as well, which are two key, um, you know, programs, basically, um, that the Children's Hospital Trust is very passionate about. Yes. So, you know, there's a lot of work for us to do. Um, if you look at any one of those four baskets, if you look at neonatology, for example, um, neonatology is, uh, requires a lot of funding. There's millions of rands worth of equipment that needs replacement there. So we cannot do this by ourselves. We need a global audience to, to step forward and help us. And these young men are going to act as influencers and ambassadors on a global, on a global stage for us to help address the specific challenges in those areas. Um, Juan de Jong, for example, um, he's taken general pediatrics as, as his area of focus because it's very close to his heart. Um, if you look at Tigerberg Hospital in terms of general pediatrics, we are, the, we are the biggest pediatric unit in the Western Cape, the second biggest in the country. So if you talk about general pediatrics and the reach across our province that our hospital has, there's a lot, that, a lot of work that needs to be done there and we need powerful and influential people to help us unlock the opportunities so we can help our kids. Just just a question. We're speaking about the intake of the Tigerberg Hospital as well, and you're looking at being the second biggest, as you've mentioned, General Peds Hospital. So um, where do you, uh, I know not just Tigerberg in the northern suburbs, but you also serve as of the Borland areas as well. Can you just tell us more about that as well? Yes, yeah, so um, 
The Tiger Book Hospital draws more than half of the province's children. Um, we are everything in the province except um, the Western Metro um, and the and the West Coast and the George area, which doesn't fall to us. The rest of the Western Cape all comes to Tigerberg Hospital. Of course, we also draw from other provinces, especially the Eastern Cape and the Northern Cape. And traditionally, Tigerberg Hospital has a legacy of drawing from across the border, especially from Namibia, uh, Botswana, Zimbabwe, Mozambique, etc., and further afield. Okay. You've mentioned earlier neonatology, but we also know that, you know, whether that comes uh, mom and baby and we're looking at even uh, pediatrics that is also, you know, mom and child. So there's always that extra care that needs to be given because if we're looking at people coming from up country and you've mentioning, you know, your intake area, so it's not people that comes for one day, but it's people that stays for sometimes more than three or four months as well at hospital whilst the child um, is getting better, you know, receiving treatment. Tell us more about that social development and how the hospital trust assist you know the parent as well mm. so our, our view is that um, our role as a as a as a charity that supports children has to be holistically viewed because of the of the range of services that the hospital provides and the extent of reach of the hospital so in the case of um, John de Jong's basketball is general pediatrics if you look at a, a family um, in Wellington, where he incidentally comes from. So he has a real lived experience about this. I'm sure you'll talk a little bit about that himself. We're trying um, to get hold of him, though. So we hope no, <laughs> he's not well, on the field and remembers our interview this morning. <laughs> uh, I hope so, I hope so. So uh, if we look at a family in Wellington and a child gets sick there and he needs to be transferred to Tigerberg Hospital, um, there's a transport issue, um, there's access for the family, um, there's all sorts of other things around just the, the direct health problem that the child is experiencing. So we need to play a role in all of that. So if we look also at um, healthcare at the source, so a child in the community who doesn't get sick and doesn't come to Tigerberg Hospital means that there's less load in the hospital and more chance to, to use our resources towards kids who are actually um, sick for for reasons that can't be controlled. So that allows us then to, to work at the source. So if you look now at social development, we can look at things like um, early childhood development initiatives in the community. We can look at um, sports and recreation, um, social development projects, um, which ultimately leads to a healthier child at the source, which doesn't come to the hospital, which relieves us from the burden of treating kids who actually shouldn't be sick in the first place. That's true. Um, Jason, you know, when we speak about being CEO Tiger Book Children's Hospital, and, and I know marketing is very important when it comes to your hospital and the needs for the hospital as well. Um, give us more information on, you know, a day in the life of Jason being a CEO at Tiger Book Children's Hospital Trust. Well, you know, it's, it's a day in the life of our team, really. Uh, we have an amazing it. team that, that supports each other. Um, there's so many to do, and it's such a complex um, problems to solve that we have to lean on each other all the time. So uh, I'm very blessed to have a team around us that is able to do that and help us navigate a very complex um, problem space. Indeed, Jason, as you've mentioned, and I think um, Jean is probably off the field because he heard me saying we hope that, uh, you know, we can get hold of him since we couldn't <laughs> earlier. So, um, Jean de Young, good morning to you and indeed a warm welcome to the airwaves of the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. 
Lovely to have you with us this morning on radio. Sean, is there a nickname that people call you by? Tell us more about this and tell us, you know, describe yourself to our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> it's always difficult you know, when you have to describe yourself, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Being in a team sport is always going to be a lot of nicknames, but uh, luckily I don't have like funny, funny ones. I'll just call me uh, Juvan or Juvan. Uh, I think it's a short version for a shortened block of my name, so yeah, I'm very lucky. Okay, and and describing yourself to our listeners, tell us more about you know that the, the person, the person within, not the one that we know running on the rugby field. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, it's always tough to describe yourself, but I would say I'm a, a funny type of guy. That's a sense of humor. I'm a loving, caring type of person, and very driven and type of person. So, um, yeah, I open heart to do things. Um, I'm blessed enough to have family that um, shares the same, um, same um, qualities in me. So, that's good, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's what I think. Indeed, one of the blossoms, and earlier on, um, Jason mentioned you coming from Wellington as well. Tell us about your years growing up in Wellington and whether you still reside in Wellington and a little bit about the family as well. Yeah, so I come from a small town called Wellington. It's just outside Paul. Um, I've got a massive family. So I was, um, um, I've got two sisters and an older brother, so we're a family of six, and my mom and dad is, is also but like eight um, brothers and two sisters and I guess so you get a massive massive family so growing up in Wellington it was it was um, a small town so I went to a school called Eugene High School and I was privileged to go there um, for the race uh, school so, um, yeah growing up um, it wasn't fun growing up in Wellington obviously I had my struggles growing up and um, mom and dad wasn't like really privileged to do what I wanted, but at least I had the base um, to, to do what I want to do, to achieve what I want to achieve. And it's, it's good to, to know all those qualities now and, and experience now and be back to the community and, uh, and make sure that the it's healthy and that's still in, you know, stuck in there and have opportunity to achieve something in us. Definitely, and I think, you know what, we can only describe our success, and that is uh, to our parents uh, for the sacrifices that uh, they've made over the years as well. John, um, I, I'm not too sure where you are finding yourself because we have a bit of a distorted um, you know, sound coming from your side, so we can just have a, a better um, line from your side as well. Um, so, you know, we, we speak about being a professional um, rugby player, but tell us more about this journey towards that professionalism. When were you first spotted? Um, you know, which school did you attend? Was it at school level? That, that you know people saw your talent uh, sorry for the line I'm actually in the much better right now, so much better thank you really um, yeah so I like I said I came from a small town called Unit High School um, it, was, it, it was a bumpy ride for me to get where I want to want to be um, I played the, the game since I was seven eight years old and ever since I picked up the ball and started to, to learn the game I've always wanted to play for the Stormers in the Springboks and that was my massive big goal um, and, and I had the opportunity to do that because um, I had a massive passion and, and drive for, for and love for the game because when I finished school my mom asked me what do you want to do and, and I'm like I want to become a professional rugby player and she's like nah, I don't think uh, there's a career in that and um, so I said I've, I've had so much love for this game and, and drive can you please send me to a rugby academy and uh, so she sent me to a rugby academy for 
for two years and um, they have picked up so much experience and learned so much and um, and got opportunity to play Western Province under 19 and, and, and all the other levels that I played for. So the real privilege is been a bounty ride as well. So I've picked up a lot of injuries throughout my career. Uh, that like a um, operation on my hip, operation on my knee, ankles and wrist. So it's, it's been... Luckily it's there's spare parts for everything, isn't it, John? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just a question you've mentioned and, uh, earlier on, Jean, that you've played for Western Province Thomas and you've represented our country as well. You can't define yourself in the UK playing for the Wasps. Are you coming back anytime soon? Yes, um, <laughs> I've got so much love for my country, so much love for my family. I miss it so much. Obviously, the weather here is so terrible. I miss my drives and my friends and family. Um, Obviously, it's, I go home like once or twice a year, and it's um, it's a lot of time to mess up with your with your family back home. And um, I'll get back uh, if the opportunity arises. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to be here for one more year, and we'll see. Jean, being in, being on the international arena, obviously, like that longing to be back is very important. And I know that, you know, your roots are very important to you as well. So I think, you know, our listeners and especially the young ones tuning in this morning must be um, saying, when you're asking the question, when you're asking the question, are you married? <laughs> I'm married, yeah. I'm married uh, a lovely woman and a wife called Simone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we have a little daughter, so um, they call it So there you have it. Uh, to our young listeners, I asked the question. Yes, he is married and has a beautiful daughter, as you mentioned, as well, and a beautiful wife, as well. John, you part of this um, leadership, uh, what basket of leaders, and that is uh, for the um, Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu, um, uh, the Tutu Tigers Club. Tell us why you felt it was so important to affiliate to the Tigers Club. Uh, yeah, for, yeah. Yes, I've, 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 I've got a call from your friends saying that what uh, is going to be involved with. And um, ever since I heard um, the whole process and the concept from it, uh, it was in the brain that we began involved. Uh, obviously, I'm okay from where I grew up for all my years, and I just wanted to be involved, uh, making sure that I give back and give people opportunity and raise some funds for, for, for the side of it, and possible to this trial. And that's it, and keep up the community with people that have been there because I know what it's like if it's um, growing up in those opportunities uh, and, and it's making sure that the health comes first as well. So, a lot of things that, that came up, and for me, I'm just so excited to be involved by the hospital. Okay, so just a question in the light of COVID 19, what is your message to our listeners tuned in this morning to the voice of the Cape? And especially, you know, people are waiting for the, um, I think, you, you know, the sporting fraternity to open up completely so everybody can, you know, full stands once again. Um, but what is your message um, at this moment in time? Yeah, for me, it's, uh, it's, it's a challenging time for all of us, and uh, it's important for us to unite now in this, in, in this time as a country, as a family. Because uh, we're all going through a tough time. That, that could be financial. That could be just having food on our table. And uh, we need to stand together and help each other and make sure that we, we go to bed uh, with a full time and uh, making sure that we look, look after each other in, in, in a good way. And for me, just stay, stay healthy, stay safe, um, making sure you protect yourself and keep growing because uh, the time that you stay at home is in lockdown and, and, and you need to make sure that you keep growing what your work that you're doing um, 
as your career or even to learn a couple of things from home or like even if it's cooking or, or Indeed. Jean, we say thank you so much for chatting to us this morning and we want to wish you all the success and we all know that it doesn't matter where you find yourself or you're playing for, your blood will always run like a South African's one and I know your roots are so strong that you will be back with us pretty soon to represent our country once again. So all the best, all the success and stay warm, stay safe and keep the social distance as well. Thanks, thanks a lot for having me, guys. You're welcome. We're happy to have you. Jason, coming back to your CF Tiger Book Hospital Children's Trust, you want to just share with our listeners, we know that, yes, you, you have your four leaders, you have your um, Tutu Tigers Club as well, but for our listeners, if they wish to contribute in any way, how do they make contact with you? So um, the best way is to go to our website, mm-hmm. which is So we have a new tab added as of yesterday, which is a Tutu Tigers tab. Uh If you click on the Tutu Tigers tab, you'll see a lovely promotional video that we created for our audiences. And also at the bottom, you'll see our four tigers and a little write-up about what they're trying to achieve. And each one of them has been been assigned a a donate tab where you as a listener or contributor to, to our organization can support them and their campaign. So you can become a, a supporter of Joan de Jong's General Pediatrics Basket. And you can join them even as a fundraiser yourself on a digital platform called Given Game. Mm-hmm. So I encourage your listeners to have a play with that and see how they can become a bit more actively involved with us. Indeed. Um, Jason, thanks so much for chatting to us this morning and especially to um, Jean de Jong as well. And who knows, the next time we speak, we might have Vernon Philando actually online with us. Do stay tuned, listeners. We go for ads and we say have a great, great day to yourself, Jason, and to Jean and all the success uh, for the Tutu Tigers Club as well as to the Tiger Book Children's Hospital Trust. The Voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM Stereo.